about the messy thing. Anything else on so, the messy front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This messy thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 67 of the Battered Herons podcast. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, is Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? I mean, did you see the game? You did you did you watch it? Yeah, but we I feel sorry for anybody that lost. No, we knew, that we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. I, I mean, it was a slaughterhouse. We knew it was, it was coming. I, I I don't I don't that didn't that didn't bring me down at all because I kind of figured that that was going to happen. Uh, yeah, but so it's no it's not fun, a big deal. and it rained. Where did you watch the game? I watched it at home, at the comfort oh. of my own house, without being out on the streets while it was pouring rain. It was a disaster. Well, you know this what? And, in terms of weather, and I, I know today we're going to talk about stadium a little bit and stuff, but I need to start this off by Jorge Mas. You need to put a roof on the new effing stadium. Like I know with Messi coming, you're going to have the money. You got to do it. It's ridiculous. Yes, yes. We, Queremos techo hashtag or do I say hashtag first? Whatever. Hashtag All right. first. So yeah, I see that that guy. we already got our first Jordi Alba comment and everything. But before we get into those, we do have a very special guest. We have our man, fellow Colombian from my patria, Xavier from Lemon City. What's going on? Xavier? What's up, guys? Hello, everybody. How you doing? Good, 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 man. Thanks for being on. Well, I appreciate yes. you guys inviting me, man. Well, Danny, so, it's game time, Baba. No, Before that's it. It's started. game time. Let's go. Before we get started, I do want to ask Xavier. What Colombian player do you... Because I see you rocking the Colombian jersey. What Colombian player do you want on the team right now? Because you know they'll come. They're going to follow Messi. Who do you want on the squad right now? <laughs> we can't bring Luis Diaz, right? He's not available. <laughs> no, no, I don't think he's coming. <laughs> I don't think he's coming. I think he's Let- doing just fine over there in Liverpool. There, there's a couple of good guys uh, in the um, U20. What's the guy's name? The captain, number eight. I forgot his name. Uh, he, he plays what we need, a pivot. I forgot his last name right now. It'll, it'll pop up later. But really, there's, there's about two or three guys that we could bring from that age group. Apparently, we don't need a pivot. Apparently, we got Sergio Busquets. It's official tissue, right? Yeah, uh, well, well, we play with two. We play with two sometimes, so. Yes. We, well, I, I have a feeling that we're going to take that, that whole – Going with the double pivot, but uh, I guess we'll get into that in a second. I already I said Hamas. I wasn't. I, no, I, gave, I gave Hamas a negative. I, I love him, but no, no, negative. If we can get Hamas on a on a regular MLS contract, you wouldn't. I mean, I know he wouldn't come out on that, but wouldn't you take him if you could get him for oh, like five hundred, six hundred thousand? Oh. Come on, that, that, no, that's that the is most, DP. One, one of the best elegant, one of the most elegant lefts in in, in the world yes, at, at his sure. moment. Right now he's he's you know he's in a downfall, but yeah, I'll take him. I'll take him over over sure. Pizarro right now. Over Pizarro. I, I I'm sure Hamas would have done more than Pizarro to this point. And I'm not picking on Pizarro. I'm just saying, you know, but comparing he might not have played as much. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been hurt before. Well, Pizarro's been hurt for like two months. Pizarro's hurt for two months. All right, but let's backtrack. All right, so before we get into all the you know, obviously the messy and all that other stuff, let's talk about Saturday. Like I said to Chris earlier, I wasn't necessarily surprised. We kind of predicted that this was going to happen. I said 3-0. He said 3-1. Uh, 
Uh, our guest at the time, I think, said 4-0. Todd, Todd. Oh, uh, he got it. Yeah, he oh, said 4-0. So we all kind of figured that it was going to be a thrashing. Not only because yes. Inter-Miami was, well, they're not playing good this year. They were down a bunch of players because of international duty oh, no. and red cards. But also, no, no red cards, I'm sorry, just international duty. And also yeah. because Philly, after having a rough eight-game start to the season, they only lost one game over the last, I want to say, 10 or 11 before Saturday. So around. we were definitely outmatched. So no surprise, but at the same time, I, I don't feel necessarily you know, worse than what I did before. But, yeah. I mean, we have to talk about it anyway. So I'll start with Xavier. Xavier, did you have any takeaways from Saturday's game? Well, the, the first the first one, uh, and on the first goal, on the first goal, you know, watching the game and then going over the tape, I see how Glesnitz just uh, bodies and, and went right through Reese. And, and that's the typical, you can't send a boy to do a man's job. They, they put a, 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 a small guy on this big dude. And I just wonder, you know, was that them? Or is that the way they, they, they put the big guys, the little guys up front and then the bigger guys in the back for zone? Because you, you, someone had to pick him up. Just like the other 6'6 six, six guy, the, the two big guys on your team had to pick up the two big guys on the other team. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you can't. I don't think Reese can can handle me going into the ball. He, you know that 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 wasn't that that wasn't that. It, that should have never happened. And I think that changed the game because the first ten minutes of that game, Inter Miami did not look terrible. They looked no, they looked decent. okay. They looked mm -hmm. decent. They had the ball. They were, we still don't have that guy that can give that pass to the guy up front to score. And then when the guy up front that gets the ball, he doesn't really shoot like he used to. So it, it was a little tough. But at least the ten minutes, there was a little hope. But once that happened. I think I I, text, I tweeted out, I said, you know, tough goal. Uh, let's see how the young guys respond because it's a young team and they didn't respond very well. But outside, I want to say outside of McVeigh, and I want to say McVeigh it is, I don't think anybody on our starting 11th on Saturday was tall. Was over six, yeah, it was over six foot. Yeah. And I'm not even sure how Ian, tall McVeigh is. Ian, Ian Frey, uh, McVeigh, who yeah. was in the back? Este... Uh, no, 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 no was playing center back. No, but he's, he's like 5'7". Yeah, yeah, no, we right. there, there definitely wasn't a lot of height. And if you don't have a team that has a lot of height, you want to have a team that has a lot of quality. And, and some of the quality was lacking. Some of the quality was lacking also. Oh, for well, sure. and... And that's one of the things that I noticed is I, I think because of the fact that we had a lot of in critical positions, we had young players. I mean, you have two young players playing in the defensive side next to McVeigh. You had Noah Allen, you had Frey and Frey has kind of, you know, developed a little bit. But I mean, he's not he's not where I guess we need him to be in terms of I mean, he just returned what, like four games ago? So it, it was it was okay. pretty tough to watch him as far as what he contributed into the game. And, and, and when, when, in my thought, he, he was he's out of position because yeah. uh, ideally I see him he's a he's a center back he's a center back and he's a center back that has a lot of technique and quality because you can see he plays up top he's played in the midfield and he does decent you know he played on the right and he doesn't do bad but but he's a center back so whenever he gets an opportunity to actually play you know, where he's going to play, I think he's going to look really good. Well, and I think because he has that technical aspect to his game, you can pass him off as a six, as, as a, as a defensive midfielder, but definitely, like you said, that's not his natural position. And we have a lot of youth and I know everybody's excited about the youth and I get it. Like it's exciting to see young players and hope that they can become something. But if you have an MLS two roster playing against, probably the best team in the Eastern Conference, if you don't count the first couple weeks, 
Like, I'm sorry, you're going to get your ass kicked. Like, that's just as simple as it comes. Because look, if you think about it, it was just, they were just young, an inexperienced team. With look Joseph around the league. Look around the league. Yeah. Who who else has four, four uh, academy, you know, players at that age? Starting. Just, just, just moving out of the academy. How, what other roster has key players injured and, and, and key players, you know, coming back from injury? Like, this started, look, and it started tough, you know, this season. The, the, the beginning was rough, and, and, and we're gonna, I know we're going to talk about Neville a little bit after, but, but you know, it's, they're going to have those stickers like, miss me now? Do you miss me? Like, with his face and stuff? <laughs> because it, it's gotten progressively worse, right? And it's not necessarily the coach's fault. There's so many moving parts, and, and it's been a tough season. But there is hope. There is hope. Well, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I think, and, and we'll get to that talk with the Phil Neville stuff. I actually don't mind having young players get more playing time. Because let me tell you something, Kramashi to me, he's somebody that can actually develop into a real a really solid player for us. Ian Frey, at times when he was playing CDM. I saw some really good stuff out of him. Mm-hmm, Noah Allen, last year before he got destroyed, of what was it, like his left or right leg, Noah Allen to me was like a shining star in the defense before Negri mm-hmm. came in. So, like, there was a lot of promise here with the younger guys. There but the is worst part, a lot of promise. There is. The worst, yeah. And the worst part is, is that we just unfortunately took on a lot of injuries that mm-hmm. had no other choice but to boast all of these young players up and, I mean, it's either at this point sink or swim, and you're trying as much as you can to keep swimming and, and before you get knocked into the freaking ground. No, no, absolutely. All, all those young guys are very talented, like you said. They're extremely talented. It's, it, it, this is a, um, a blessing and a curse. You know, the, the curse, you're, you're growing pains right now. We're losing. They're making mistakes. You're seeing that the mistakes are made, but it's part of the maturing process of a pro player. But these guys, I firmly believe, you know, most of these guys are going to be a part of the core of a future very strong team for, for Inter Miami. It's, it's what I think. I are any of these players going to get any playing time later on this season? You're talking about the young guys? Yeah. Noah Allen's probably going to lose his spot to Jordi Alba if we get him. Uh, who else? Ian Frey is going to lose his spot to Busquets. You know, Kramaski is going to lose his spot to Messi. Who else am I missing? Who else is getting uh, some playing time? Kermaski K- K- should have never been up there. You know, for me, Kermaski. Oh, for is, sure. He's is, an eight. Is, is, is an eight. And, and sure. personally, I like him more uh, as an eight that drops kind of six, six role. That, that's why I see yeah. his strength. That's why I think he's going to be, because he has a man's body right now. He has yeah, a man's yeah. body right now. And, and he, that guy is He'll hard. play with the big boys. He's got no, no he, shame. He, he bangs. No, he bangs. He bangs and he's got heart and, and he wants to go forward. But but you still see the maturing process there. Some some decisions sometimes, and he's out of position. I think if if he was able to get the ball from the back cleaner and, and have a little more time and, and and distribute, I think he'd do better. But but the team doesn't have somebody up top. They don't, they don't have you, anybody to distribute. You know, one of the things that I mentioned on Twitter is that it it really bothers me how overtly opposite uh, Javi Morales is trying to be from what Phil Neville was was doing. And then another thing that I'm starting to notice is that he's playing a lot of young guys more. And I don't know with all the news swirling if maybe he's doing that so that way eyes can be put on these young guys so that way the guys that he coached up look better as they perform. 
What do you think about that, Howie? He he made a statement where he says that he's going to play the people that he he's confident in, he's comfortable with. So, like any coach, any coach that that goes to to a new place, uh, they bring in their people, right? So here he can't bring anybody, but he has he can bring up some of the people that, yes. that he already coached and that he knows and he's comfortable with. Um, so so I think that's one of the things. And then during his press conference, uh, they they asked him, you know, what's going on? Well, you know, what, how can things change? First thing he said about what's going on, he said, "Look, we're a bad defensive team. The defensive, yeah. our defense is terrible. And if your defense is bad, you cannot win games. It's impossible to yeah. win games. Yeah. And and how do we change it by making changes? But he said that like when he was introduced, you know. And and I thought he was going to make several changes, and he only made one or two tweaks. I, I want to see if he's going to really make some changes now and move people around. Um, we'll see." Well, I mean, according to Penaldo here in the comments, he's just asking us to sell the whole squad. And then 86 is, 86 is chiming in saying there's no way in hell they're going to keep the youngsters, which I actually disagree with. I think that we're still going to keep a lot of the core youngsters. I mean, they're cheap and they're yeah, promising. Absolutely. So, like, there's no way that they're going to they, they might They won't be starting. But they probably won't be starting, which they shouldn't yeah. be. Ideally, they're, they're, they're there because they're forced because, you know, shit happens and you got to keep rolling. So yes. they, they forced it. They, 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 the hands forced. Remember, we're still under sanctions. They're still under a lot of shit. And now there are all these injuries. So somebody's yes. got to find out who did that, that terrible brujeria to the team, you know, because they're very powerful and, and like cleanse the team and, and, and move yes. forward because it's, it's a lot of shit that's happening. It's horrible. The, the guy, <laughs> you, you, get, you get your captain who's the glue and the soul. And he's not just the glue because of what he does, it's like his personality, his character, his leadership. Voice. Exactly, and, and and he goes down, and then you get Malta, who, who's who's been gradually improving, and and I think was going to have a top season. He had four assists, you know. He didn't have four assists last year. Like he had four assists in the first nine games, you know. And and you know he likes to shoot, so he'll probably get a couple goals, and he gets hurt. And those are your two guys, two core guys that get the ball out and control right in front of the defense. And where yeah, are we yep. suffering the defense because Gregory covered everybody's ass. You see him yep, all the way in the front winning a ball, and the next play you see him slide tackling somebody on the on the end line. You know, you yeah, don't have man. a guy like and, that right now. And we're, we're going to get into that talk when we talk about Sergio Busquets, but just to get everybody ready, you're not going to get that out of Sergio Busquets. So, <laughs> but you're getting something else, dude. Yeah, There's no, more than one way to skin a cat. No, you're getting quality. But you're getting quality, but you're not going to get that defensive pit bull. That, that, you're not going to get the dog. You're not gonna but, get but that. You have that's one, but you have defense. one though. But you have one because because I can I can see Busquets with with um, Arroyo, and you let Arroyo be the dog. He's like a dog, like a little baby he's dog. Like but he's he's, he's a, a dog. No, 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 no. He's, he's, he's a chihuahua. He's a tough guy. He's just he's just you know trying to play a little higher than that he normally tends to play. But let me tell you something really quick. Da David Ruiz, I think he's extremely talented. I rather have David Ruiz. He, he's he's very talented, but you know what? What I see from him is his decision making. He, he, yeah. he spazzes out sometimes. The, the, those silly fouls, the silly things. You know, that's why I like him. And he's yeah. You know what? Sergio, I like the, I like the Sergio fighting. Ramos stat card. Stat oh yeah, but, but give me but, but give me that, but give me the Sergio. <laughs> yes, sir. Sergio Ramos gives you some red cards, but he gave you a lot of goals and crucial headers and stuff mm. at the right moment too, man. Give me yeah, give me yeah. something. But Reese, yeah. I really like him. He just has to like. Do some yoga. Yeah, I get you. Do some yoga. So a lot of people aren't talking about the fact that we're on a franchise-breaking seven-game losing streak. 
Like, I really haven't heard anybody talk about it. And it has to be the Messi effect, right? Everybody's just talking about Messi and and how excited they are about that. And nobody's talking about the fact that this is, like, for our franchise, although it's a young franchise, this is historically bad for us. Like, it's been (laughs) seven games in a row. Unlucky number seven. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, not lucky number seven. Unlucky number seven. And I don't know if this free fall is going to stop anytime soon. Yeah, the rest so, of the games are and in this this little stretch are tough games. Very the tough. The only games. the only game I see us possibly having uh that I think we have a solid chance of winning is this Saturday against Austin. Because Austin hasn't necessarily been a world beater and we're playing at home, which necessarily hasn't been as great as it has been in the past. But it, it, it could get uglier if you could imagine that. Now, what are you thinking as far as this seven game losing streak and what it means as far as Maybe Tata coming and helping us out before even Messi gets here. Mm-hmm. Oh man, let, let me tell you, even even in, in Phil's six uh, game losing streak, wait, in, in that streak, I'll start from there because there was a, a six game losing streak. That's two and, of them. In, 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 yeah, exactly. In in that streak, four of those six games, I actually thought the team played well enough to tie or win, and and they got a couple of bad breaks and lost. I only remember Very the Houston close. game. Only the Houston game is the one I remember. I, I, there, there was a few. I'd have to go back and, and read what, what I wrote M- here, but, but I remember, that, I remember okay. that impression that okay. they could have at least tied. They, they just shouldn't have lost because they, they outplayed the other team. And now, in this his street, sisters are on here, though. Absolutely not. Pro, 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 <laughs> pro sports is not like that. Pro yeah, sports is not like that. And now in this streak, I don't see, I don't see that. I, I see them getting outplayed, even though the statistics say one thing. Uh, the eye test. Shows them getting like like this last game. They they had you know like sixty percent um, ball possession. And the other team had thirty or forty. It, like they, supposedly they dominated, right? If you look at that, and they yeah. didn't. It didn't. Philly Philly had them. Philly had them. Let them. You know. Oh, you want to touch around? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, now we got it, and we're gonna go score. And you know, I, I in this seven game losing streak, they look weaker. They they look uh, less fundamentally sound. They look defensively. Uh, out of out of whack like sometimes yeah. you know and 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 one of the guys look i'll tell you I, i've i've been critical of negri and i've been critical of jelling because there are two very important guys that 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 have have not done what they should like negri yeah he goes up but a lot of the goals that are scored it's just he never gets back he's out of position super exposed all the time all the time yeah. all the time and 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 he's a good player and then Yellen, which I expect, you know, as, as the captain, and he actually started improving a little bit during this game. Yes, he did. Um, yes. As the captain, I expect more. I, I saw him play in the U.S., the, the last game they just played with, with Jamaica, and he actually played really well. He played much better than I've seen him play with the with the Heron, with Inter-Miami. I saw him aggressive defensively. I saw him going forward. I saw him putting crosses. I saw him coming back. You know, I, I didn't see that for him here with Inter-Miami, and, and he needs to provide that. At least not consistently, because t- I'll tell you what I saw. I did see that Yedlin was improving, mm-hmm. and he started to make strides into coming back on defense just as much as he's committing on offense. But Negri, to me, just like how you're saying, and Danny's a big believer of it, Negri is – I mean, it's a little exaggerated to say he's – He's, I mean, okay. No, he's yeah, a good player. Yeah, yeah. He's a good player, he's, but but <laughs> but he, but he's 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 a little slow to return and and yes, he's, he he's, he's too he's committed. A, he's he's too been committed. exposed. Yeah, he's been exposed. And then Joseph the is, is also technically a good player, but he hasn't done shit this year. Like he, look, Negri is great offensively. Let's put him at left mid, left wing. But as a left back, I think he's overrated. 
he hasn't given me what I need. I, he's all right. I, I think he's all right. And unfortunately, he's hurt, so we, we haven't gotten uh, how bad he's hurt. So we don't know what's going to happen with, with him. Ooh, yeah, we, that's going to be – no boy, no. But let me tell you he's something. Before, before the season started, that there was the rumors of him coming, whatever. I'm Alex Willey, I, I was having a conversation with her in the press box, and she had the information. She had talked to people, and she told me, yeah, you know, I hear he's a good player, but he's injury prone. She told me that before he came. And and he's had a couple of nicks and acts, so she got she got it solid. Um, so you know it, it's happened. Every Gregory, Malta, eh, Negri, Sailor, Sailor came in after not playing, and he came in like a stud right away. He started like he looked like he hadn't missed games, and that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. That's hard to come in and 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 play well. And he was playing well. Boom goes down. It's, it seems that like everybody Campana Coco. six games. Yeah, Coco was finally. Finally, Finally yep. showing yes. something. I'm not gonna say it was uh, outstanding. Better than what it was last year. That's yeah, for sure. But but he better be. That guy's making over 700 G's, man. He's making big money. And, and the problem with this team is the people making the big money are not making the big plays. Yeah, that's the problem. And and I, I asked um a question was a little bit. I was trying to see what they would tell me. I was asking, hey, man, are, are the veterans you know carrying their weight? Are are they and Obviously, they're not going to say anything like that. But the coach said, oh, you know what? The, the young guys are playing pretty well, and we're not going to divide the team, whatever. But we all need to defend better, which is the, yeah. the, the correct answer for him. But but uh, Joseph, he can't be at four goals at this point mm -hmm. in the season. You know, he can't be at four goals. Campana, and those two braces. Yeah. Campana, you know, he I expected him to be a bounce, a superstar year, a bounce, you know, and, and show because they didn't take him to the World Cup. So he better have that energy to say, you didn't take me, and you guys needed a, a goal scorer. Here I am. And he's not doing it. He's not yeah. doing it. You know, the, the money guys are not doing it. Uh, I guess this is the question that I wanted to ask, just because I wanted to ask him for The Chris. question, baby. What's the because question? The question. The question is, <laughs> Show some respect. <laughs> the question, guys. Did we really need to let Neville go? And before you answer this, I am going to – confirm what i've been saying he had to go okay. and at no point that i think that this team was all of a sudden going to start winning once he left i Good knew man. that the roster was bad and that the injuries had taken effect but a change needed to be made it's just, it is what it is a change look at that shirt made. look at that shirt now i'm going to tell you what what and you'll see if you if you ever read what i write um what i was carrying to me, Neville was brought in to get the team through the sanctions. He was the fall guy. He was going to come, yeah. brace it, because, he, you know, it, it was a win situation for him because he was going to be the head coach of a team. He's going to He has that on his resume now. And, and I don't think he did a horrible job. He did, you know, what he could with, with what he had. But uh, I thought, I always thought he was brought in to get, guide the team through the sanctions. And the following year where the big money guys are coming, the big money coach was going to come unless he was fantastic. You know, unless he, he did something that unexpected, which he didn't do, right? Now, why did he have to go? I think the people, it was the power of the people, you know, yes, the, it was. The, 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 the people <laughs> getting and saying, no, no, this guy's got to go on social media, the, 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 the Vice City just, and all those people talking. I think that got the ball rolling where they said, you know, we're going to have to let him go. I but, think the wave, I think the wave of people was just too powerful to control. It got uh -huh. to a point where it was just unforgivable what was happening. 
and the team had no other choice but to say, we got to bail on this. And I'm pretty sure that the organization had some idea that there was something in the background in terms of my uh, Messi and Tata and all this mm -hmm. other stuff. So yeah. I figured, okay, we got this uh, this in the back pocket. If we bail on Neville, it's it's not bad. And if we keep him, I mean, it's not bad either, but we still have these plans. Let's just do it while we can. And the distraction comes two weeks from now. So. Somebody had to take somebody had to take the hit. And, there has and to it, be a fall and, guy and, and for something him. like that. It's easier one guy than 11 players. They can't even change. Ideally, we change the 11 players, right, and get better players. But but one guy is easier than 11. So of he course. had to take the hit. Uh, the, the momentum was building. And then the whole thing with his son starting to carry the brunt of, of his father's stuff, I think that, that cost him some vibes, so cost some vibes uh, on the team where, where I think even he said, you know, you know, it's probably better for me to dip. I, I think yeah. as, as a dad and, and as a coach, because he said, you know what, I'm not climbing out of this. But obviously, he, he was a fighter. He, I'm sure he wanted to stay and, and, and see the season through. So and, and as far as Harvey, really quick, really quick, I, I think he's a decent player. I don't think Thank he's a player. Thank you. Yes. We, been, personally, that, that's me. That's me. Uh, we, we've been saying the same thing, that if his name was anything else in the back, people would be like, oh, we got another solid player that has potential. But I as think soon as they see player. Neville, they're like, oh, no. no last season, stuff. last season, remember, who would cover the right when Yelly was out? Uyoa. And Uyoa, Uyoa would not would see people, fly, jets would flash by. Shoo, shoo, shoo. You know, it's like Harvey, Harvey, decent defender, and he goes forward. He's aggressive. He, he has mm -hmm. the ball. He goes he, past. He, yes. And he, and, and, good, and he good goes into the too. box. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what I want from Yelly. That's what I want from yeah. Yelly, who's, who's a, a very quality player, but a lot of times gets the ball up top. And just touches it back. Touches yeah, it back. I, or throws a crazy cross. <laughs> that is. All right. So uh, I saw some people talking about it in the in the in the chat. So I guess I'm gonna jump straight to this. What are the people uh, saying? A lot of people are asking why Joseph over Kampan. Now, I agree. I am I am not really sure why we've gone Joseph over Campana. So I'm going to two things before I pass it over to Xavier and Chris. <laughs> First, I'm wondering, do you think that is already kind of feeding his stuff in and getting them to start Joseph? So one, he can get either a better look at him to see if he's worth even trying out when he gets there or just because he's covering for his guy. That's one. I don't know. I, something I'm throwing out there. And second, statistically, Campana has started nine games. Joseph has started 12 games. Okay. Campana has 26 shots. Joseph has 28. Okay. Campana has 11 shots on target. Joseph has 12. And that's with three extra starts. Campana, right. although he hasn't played great, has played better than Joseph when he's been on the field. I got you. But, but you know how it is. Um, there, there's a hierarchy a lot of times on these teams. And, and I, I, I made a little note because I, I saw the question. And Joseph or Campana, why one money, one makes more than the other. Uh, name recognition, uh, Joseph has been, is, is a legend in this league, at least, right? Fastest guy to 100 goals. So you got to give him some respect. You have to give him some respect. And I yeah. think that's where they're going. He's a veteran. Uh, Campana is, is still a young 23, I think he just turned, right? 22, 23. Uh, Joseph yeah. is 30 and is, is, is on the downside, but 30 is still a very productive age. He just hasn't been productive, you know. So his career, the, the weight of his career right now has him starting. And, and I put age, you know, you, you got to get 
see what you can get out of him right now. Campana, you have him here. Uh, but I agree with you. I think Campana uh, gives you more right now. I think Campana can give more because I see him a little bit uh, a little bit less than, than he was last season. But I think he can give more. And ideally, if, if it's Coach Xavier, yeah, I, I would start. If it's one player, I would start Campana and bring Joseph off the bench because I think Joseph can give a spark. And, and if you give him good 30, 40 minutes where he can just go all out because he has to tailor himself a little bit more now. But I, I agree. I, I, Coach Xavier, will go with Campana. But, but Coach Xavier is not the coach of uh, Inter Miami. We got to get him signed and up, Bobby. Campana also, I think, offers more defensively. I think he tracks back he a does. little more than Joseph yes. does. Chris, what do you think? Campana or Joseph? I mean, <laughs> in a, with a quick breakdown, Campana would be the best bet, right? I mean, I, I think the same as Avi just did. He just basically said, play him for 60, 70 minutes, bring in uh, Joseph for the last 20, 30 minutes, let him go balls to the wall. And, I mean, that's how he was playing the end of his end of his time with Atlanta, wasn't it? And he was becoming yeah, effective he, he was during that up time. Sub, yeah. So, I mean, that's not a terrible idea at all. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. It's not like there's no sample size for that. I forgot, no, to, I, mention, I forgot to mention another thing why he's probably starting is, is the personality and character. And it happens, believe it or not, it, it's easier probably for Campana is a nice, cool you know, guy. Maybe he's different in the locker room. Nice laid back. The coach can tell him, hey, you know, you're coming off the bench. Hey, Joseph, Joseph, you know, you're coming. Oh, yeah. And sometimes they might not want to do deal with that. It, it's yeah. it's very dumb, but but sometimes it, it works that way. But um, I, I just think that they're they're going the route with okay, this is the, the money guy, this is the name guy, this is we made a move for this guy, a big move to bring him here. We gotta, you know, until the wheels fall off, he's gotta he's gotta put him there and he's gotta produce. So that that, that might be the reason. But but me, yeah, I, I start I start Campapi. I start your boy Campapi. Where's the Campapi shirt? You send me, send me one. I'll give you the address later. Send me. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I, I would start Campapi, and then, and I think ideally you would start both. Ideally you would start both. You would have two yeah. folds, you know, because you have Borgelin in the back, and he's hasn't he's not getting minutes, and, and that big boy needs minutes because he's talented too, and and you can't improve if you're not playing. So ideally you would start two, but the, the way the team is leaking everywhere, you know, they figure let's put, you know, let, let's put this set all these guys back here and let him, this one guy up there. And we're still getting four goals in. They're still getting and, four and goals the, in. And look at Penaldo. He doesn't want to start any of them. He wants to sell both of them ASAP. Penaldo, if you can do that and get good value, Chris Henderson has a job for you. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the problem isn't getting good value as far as money back. The, the problem is who's going to play striker then? Like, did, would you really want Messi playing a false nine? Well, I, I, he's gonna he's gonna play up there like he don't normally does. Walk. You're gonna have Borgelin play striker. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Borgelin is up there, but but that that's what Messi's <laughs> gonna do. He's not gonna be running around all over the place. Messi's gonna be up there like he does, chilling, does his thing, and then when he gets the ball, all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, he's gonna do two three plays what he does every game. Because if you watch Messi play at this stage in the career, obviously we're talking about at yeah, this yeah. stage. Because no, no. Before he, Messi, chooses, when he, yeah. he was running a lot. Yeah, yeah, he gets the ball, and he's just fantastic, and then he just scores a goal. It makes it look so easy against the best players in the world. It's amazing. And, mm -hmm. and Steve Munoz just filled in with Robbie Glasslegs. He's going to play solid striker. I, I, I'm, I, you guys might kill me for this, but I've always thought that Robbie has been played out of position. I, I would like him as a nine, believe it or not. Really? 
I think no, I he has either. potential. I think he has like the coach. The coach said it in um, in the interview too. He's like, oh, you know, why they asked him why did he put you know Robbie in? He hasn't been all season. He hasn't played whatever. They said, okay, you know, he's the last two weeks. He's been a full strength. He he has. I like his you know the, his his ability. And you know they needed to put uh, Kamashi back to defend and, and put um, Robbie up. I think Robbie has uh, ability. It's just he's always hurt. So it, it, this guy calls him glass legs. And and yeah, if he cannot finish this season out, I think he's gone. Yeah. Unless something gone. amazing happens, but he needs to finish this season out strong for his own sake. Maybe score a few goals and show. So wherever he goes, he's gonna do a carranza and blow up because yeah. I think he's talented for this league. I think he's talented. Well, every time that I've seen him play, I feel like he looks like he's solid coming down that left side. It's but not just, productive, right? But, no, and and he's always getting injured. It's incredible. I feel bad for the kid. I didn't yeah. he get injured in the Barcelona game last year? It was just a friendly. I don't remember, dude. I, I I just I remember him more injured than than playing. So if I if I told you when it happened, I, yeah, I, no, I don't it, recall. It, but it, it's 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 kind of like Abana's left left um, calf. Like yeah. you know, whenever he yeah, gets hurt, is. he goes down with that. So that, that scares me a little bit there. Right. That's another reason so he I, might be playing less. He's, he came yes. back. Remember, he lost. He missed six games. So he, they, I get, you know, they're, maybe they're working him in, and maybe the second half they're going to play him more. I hope so. All right. I agree so with that. Um, I guess we'll, we'll jump into, uh, I guess, the thumbnail, right? I, I made the thumbnail and the title, and I said, I don't even think Messi can save this season. And by, by season, I mean regular season. I'm not talking Open Cup or Leagues Cup, right? We still have a chance there. But as far as playoffs are concerned, which is, I mean, the main goal here, uh, usually in the season, we are at 15th, right? We are, was it 27th in the league? And we are how many points out of, out of ninth place? At the moment, we are 11 points out of ninth place. Now, obviously, there's still about half the, half the season. Yeah, 11 points. And you still have about, half, have about half the season to go, and we have two games in hand over a lot of teams. So there are a couple of positives there. But you have – what's the, uh, we have four games left. We have Austin, uh, July 4th, and I forgot who we play, and then St. Louis. So we have four games left, or maybe five. I might, I might be off. All I know is that once Messi is starts playing Columbus, the regular season, is in there too. It, it might be Columbus. But I know that once we start playing again in August 20th on the regular season, we have 12 games left. So the max amount of games that Messi and friends can play in the regular season is 12. At that point, we might have dug ourselves a hole too big to get out of. Mm-hmm. Now, mathematically, it's still possible. Of but course. I'm finding it hard to believe. Now, Xavier, where do you stand on this? Do you think that we are that the playoffs are basically a pipe dream? No. Okay. No. I I think that that's I'm an eternal optimist. I I think it's a, it's still a possibility. I like it. I like I, it. I, I, I tweet I tweeted out Messi as Obi Wan Messi because you know you, yeah. you're our only hope. Um, I I think that they can still make it um, because this league is so crazy and and I saw it happen last season that they needed a bunch of points in a small amount of games, and somehow they, they, they managed to make it. Um, with Messi coming in, he's still in good form. We, we Remember, we, there's, there's still hope Gregory comes back. Mota, you know, is, is – He's gone. Is done, he's is gone. It's done because his is, is not good. But by then, we'll have – I hopefully, Joseph is more 
into his, you know, he's greased up already, started getting going. Campapi is 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 getting some goals. <laughs> For Xavier, everything is possible. Everything is possible, man. Everything That's is possible. Facts. But but it's 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 what I see in front of me. You're you're bringing in the best player in the world. You're bringing in a guy that in in the French league um, had 16 goals and 16 assists. 16 goals. How can and he not assists. turn it around? And 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 well, he had better players over there, right? But my my point is, you know, we Messi still got Robert in, Taylor. Messi Messi comes in and he's a decent player. <laughs> he's not a bad. I love player. Robert he's Taylor. He's not decent. No, I love great. him. Are you kidding he's, me? He's a, a, I hope that's his name. Our life. I, 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 wish, I wish I sometimes I don't I wish they were more aggressive though. But you have look, what does Busquets do? Busquets and what does a player of that magnitude, that quality do? He comes and he sits in front of the defense. Right off the bat, you see that shirt says Busquets, you see that shirt that says Messi. You as a player on that pitch, you go like this. You you go to another level. They bring you to another level. Is it something tangible? Can I prove that to you? No, but I know it happens. When you have players like that, the other guys, they, they get an extra confidence. And then when you see uh, a Busquets in front of you just getting it and say, relax, pee, come, toma, pee, pee. Is he going to be making slide tackles all over the place? Wonderful. No. That's why you got Arroyo and, and you can have Ruiz, you know, in there. But 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 you have a Busquets. Now you have a Busquets. And then you have a Messi. What is happening with this team? This team can't get anything going in front of them. They can't score. They can't score because no one gives a, a pass like toma, tap it, you know, alte famoso, boom, just tap it in. When have you seen that? No. And you don't have a guy that when he gets it, you know, when Messi gets it and he has a chance, eh, nine out of ten times that ball is going in. From whatever angle, from whatever, he, he, he just puts it in. He just puts it in. So, how many games did we lose by one goal? Well, Messi can, I think he's worth a goal. He might be worth a goal game, you know, coming in. But my thing is that he, they're just the, the aura of the team is going to be different. I think the defenders are going to defend different. I think the attackers are going to attack different. I think uh, Joseph with and Penaldo, because for me everything is possible. I think Joseph's bad attitude is going to change a lot when you have and my you know the the, oh, the goal when you have the goal there and he gives you a pass, man. It, you can't say nothing. You can't Listen, say nothing to that guy. What do you, if he? What do you think, Chris? Uh, go ahead, Danny. No, I was going to say. What do you, what I mean, do you think? If he if he plays anywhere remotely close to how Pozuelo played for us, then like I mean, and and, and that's just asking for like bare minimum Messi, like Messi light. Right? Pozuelo that's took great. like two or, two or three games to finally take off, though. Like it didn't happen right away. But that's a great comparison. You you think Pozuelo, right? Pozuelo, it was a big deal for us, but you're bringing in Messi, bro. Look at the difference. But the difference also, Iguain was up top. So now yes. we need either Campapi out of those 12 games of Messi and Sumer, there's still a period of transition. A transition to get what? transition, bro. If you know how to play, well, no, no, you wait, come you in and you're playing, bro. Let, let, let me give you a, a couple let, of silver cards. I, 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 love, I love debating with, with Steve Munoz, okay? So cafecito, go, cafecito. Steve. Yeah, Don Cafecito. I love that guy, but I, like, I love to debate with him also. He said 12 games left and they need to gel. I think he forgot the fact that they're going to be gelling during the League's Cup. Right, so those are games that are going to be played before they start those twelve regular season games. So let's hope that in those two, three, four games that they play in the League's Cup, that they've gelled a little bit by the time those twelve games are left. So we have twelve games. Hypothetically, let's say we win one of the next four games, just one. And I know that's a long shot, but let's say we win one. We go into the break with eighteen points. You usually need about forty-two points to get about a ninety. So from 18 to 42, that's 24 points. I'm sorry. I'm a math guy. I love numbers. 
So we need 24 points to have a chance. I hope everybody's with me. 24 points. I started looking at the 12 games. Of those 12 games, we mm -hmm. play Charlotte. I'm going to name out just the teams, okay? Charlotte, yeah. the Red Bulls, not in order. I'm just jumping around. Charlotte, the Red Bulls, uh, Sporting KC, Toronto, Chicago, NYCFC, and then Charlotte again. Just so everybody's clear, all the names that of the teams that I just named are either 10th or worst in the Eastern Conference. We're not playing against top-tier competition those last oh, four games. Oh, you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. And I named eight games. Eight games. For those of you doing math at home, we get three points for every win. Three times eight is 24. So what those would saying? be the 24 is he, points is that, he, is that we need. Is that sign language? What is he saying? I don't understand. I, I don't, I'm just I don't counting the number. I'm holding the numbers up in case anybody visually wants to see the numbers. Ah, so what I'm saying, that. I'm not saying there's, I'm saying it's guaranteed. Okay. No, but I'm no, not no. saying that all hope isn't lost because Definite we have taxes, eight winnable games, eight winnable games of those 12 with Messi and Busquets who aren't just <laughs> gelling right there. They're gelling during the league's cup. So there is still a chance that we could sneak into the playoffs if all things go well. Now, a lot of that would help if we could win one of the next four games, maybe even draw a draw here or there. But I do think that people that are writing it off already is, is a little off because if we, yes, I know winning eight of 12 is a long shot. I understand. I'm not saying that it's going to happen. What I'm saying is that a couple of times possible there, a couple of times. When, when you are playing against the 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, and literally 14th team in the Eastern Conference, I understand that we're the 15th, but we're going to have a new squad by then. Let me ask you there a question. There is a chance. Let me ask you a question. Because that person who wrote uh, 8 of 12, okay, uh -huh. they find it difficult to win 8 of oh, Sean Callahan. He finds it difficult to win 8 of 12. I find it difficult to lose 7 in a row. And it's happened. And we've yes. lost. And I'm, not, I'm saying we, it's Inter-Miami because I'm not French. I'm not part of the team. Yes. Inter Miami <laughs> lost six in a row earlier in the season, and now they lost seven in a row. That's 13 games. So I think, yeah, I think they can win eight to 12 if things go right. And Messi comes in and breaks an ankle. Oh, you know, she, she went downhill. But any, anything can happen with this team. Put money on it. Like what? Money like what? That, that they're going to make the playoffs? No, well, well, and that's the thing. Like I said, it's not a guarantee. What I'm saying is that there's still a chance. Like the schedule is set up so that we could still believe. Don't go for to Steve. I'm gonna send you one of my belief shirts. I'm gonna send you a belief shirt because you need to you start need believing. Because there is a chance you need. We one. have. We're gonna have the greatest player of all time on the team. If there's a time to believe, it's now. So I just wanted to put that out there that it's not completely a lost cause because the schedule says. We probably still have a chance. But the most interesting thing here is that aside from do they have a chance or they're going to make it, is you're going to have Busquets and you're going to have uh, Messi on the team. They saved the season already because they're giving you a reason to go. Now you're going to be entertained at least because you know how shitty it's been to see these seven games, how shitty it was to lose those six games. Now you got these guys coming in here and, and, and they don't make the playoffs, but you're getting your money's worth because you're seeing the gold out there. you know. And, and next season – is the season because next season there's no more sanctions they can bring in who they're going to bring in they can put the team together how they want you're going to get a gregory back you're going to get your, your your players your core players back and and then you make a run but you know what they've made they've saved the season for me already they're making the team interesting 
And can they can they possibly make it? Yes, and and I think they can because your worst your luck can't get any worse, can it? It, nope. it can only get better. I mean, like you said, unless Messi gets injured, then it's a whole other ball game. No, then no, it's a man, man, if Messi gets injured, yeah, you you close the stadium, dry pink stadium, you put the yeah. caution tape caution tape around <laughs> the stadium, and and that's it. Close it up, close shop, dude. Yeah, wait until we go to Miami. Forget about it. Yeah, they're asking for Jordi right. well, That's not a guarantee, man. But it looks like it. But it's not a guarantee. I, I mean, I I feel like it is, but something that is a guarantee because even uh, Inter Miami announced it. Sergio Busquets, as Chris likes to say, official tissue. Official he tissue. Is, oh, it, 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 it's basically announced. We got our CDM. We got our defensive midfielder. And uh, like I said, he's not going to be filling in that role that Gregory was, was doing, but he will connect the back line to the forwards, which is what we want, right? Because what we were lacking is creativity in the front. So I would hope that this is going to be a positive. What did you think of Sergio Busquets joining the team? He still, he still, has, he still has magic in those feet. And, and he's going to bring, like, like I said, when you have a guy of that stature, if you're a player at any level, any team, and you have a guy... That, that you admire, that you know is a star that, that could play, come in, you, you, you get a different air, you get a different confidence. I think that bad vibe that's, that's running through the locker room, the bad vibe that's running through the stadium, once those two guys step onto the field, I think they can recharge the atmosphere. I think they can recharge the players. And that's why I feel that they can change. I don't think this is a horrible team. I don't think this is a last-place team. Look where they're playing. They're playing with a bunch of teenagers. You know, they, they, they're, they're playing with teenagers. They're, they're in the bare knuckles. The, the coach is gone. It's so, so much shit. So many terrible things. And it's still within reach. And now you're going to get the, that guy right there that you're wearing, that, that goal right there. It's coming here. And you're going to tell me that there's not a chance? Man, until, well, you know, the, 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 the return of the Jedi, the Empire Strikes Back. Uh, uh, you know, there is a chance. There is a chance. There is a chance. And until the season ends, until there is no chance, I'm going to say there is. And, and not just because I'm a homer, but because I think the team is not horrible. And, and I don't think the league is the greatest. You know, if, if we're talking about uh, in La Liga, or we're talking about Italy, and, and, and we're in this position, then I'll tell you, no, you know, why you're, it, the, that, that goose is cooked. But we're talking about MLS, and, and we're talking about the Eastern Conference, and we're talking about nine teams making it. I think there's a chance. And not only that, but I was really, I was really low on this whole Busquets thing. But FIFA just released this new uh -oh. card right here. Uh, what is he? Okay, what guys. is he now? What is He's he freaking ninety-five. <laughs> and you know how I feel about my about my FIFA cards, okay? Ninety-five yeah. guys. So do whatever you gotta do. <laughs> trade whatever you gotta trade away. We just got a ninety-five baby. I don't know if he's really in. He's not really a ninety-five at this point, but that's what FIFA said. Okay, They're and if FIFA said it, in the MLS, in the MLS, he's a my my worry with. Busquets. I believe it, Danny. Don't do your roll, eye roll thing. Don't do that. Wait, wait, I want to hear. I like to hear contradictory points. Go ahead. What's my, my worry with Busquets is that he is too slow for a transitional league. We a lot of these teams rely on transitional offense, and if mm -hmm. he gets caught out of position, he's not, he doesn't have the pace to get back, and I think that that's going to be an issue for him in this league. On top of the fact that it just getting accustomed to this league overall is, is challenging, yeah. getting at his age, and he was never somebody that you thought of with great pace as, as it is, right? He's along mm -hmm. the lines of a Tony Cruz that you don't think of them as players with pace. So 
Tony Cruz plays a different position, but I, I don't see him doing well in this league as far as helping out defensively. Now, I think that he will help create in the midfield, which we've been lacking big time because a lot of us, a lot of our possession has been clueless possession, right? With no purpose. Like, yes, everybody's like, oh, we have 70% possession. That's because the other team is impressing us and they're just letting us kick it back and forth between our, our center backs, our full backs, and our, and our six or whatnot. But I, yeah. I, I do think Busquets is going to help a lot in the midfield in that aspect. But I do think defensively, he might get caught out of position quite a bit. Let me let me let me say something. And this guy right here, oh, it's Busquets won the nation's league with Spain and start, you know, playing a big role. Oh, We're and before getting... you go, I, I will say yeah. I, I did think that Busquets wouldn't be able to play 90 minutes in this heat and humidity, but I was looking up and he's every game that he started for Barcelona last year, he he ran a 490. So that made me feel better. Go ahead. I just, it's two things that were, two points that we're missing. Um, Sergio Busquets is considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest five in history, in football history. Ever. Right. So, so we're getting a guy who's still competitive, playing very high level, competitive, coming into the MLS. I think he's going to be fine. I don't think we understand the magnitude of the type of player that we're getting with him, you know, and we're just talking about Busquets in the back. So that's why I think yeah. he's going to help that defense. And now you're getting the greatest player of all time. He's 36 years old, but he's still kicking ass. And in a, in a, a football pitch, when you get two guys like that, they, there's, you know, people are writing, oh, one guy can't make a team. But when you get two guys like that, they make a big fucking difference on a team. They do it with the play. They do it with the play. And they do it with what they do for the cycle of the other players. I'm telling you. You're, we're going to get some guys playing at a different level that we're like, oh, shit, now they're not. Because the confidence is – I think this team, the, the confidence is broken. I mean, you, 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 you're playing terrible. Your coach is gone. It, it, shit from everywhere. And now you're going to get these two guys coming in. That's why I believe because you're getting – you're not just getting anybody, though. You're getting one of the, the best maybe five in the history of the game. And you're getting mm -hmm. the best ten. You know, you're, we're, respect to Maradona – you know, and, and all the great tens, but but Messi is, let's say, he's the GOAT. And he's coming, and he still can play. So now you're going to get your two big money guys up top playing with the GOAT, who's going to go like this, like that, then, and go here. You know, you're getting a different level. Pozuelo made a difference. We all know, anybody who was watched last season, Pozuelo came in, and the team changed, right? Now you're getting Pozuelo times five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, how many times you want to put it? Times a no. million. I mean, it's literally. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to disrespect. I don't want to disrespect Pozuelo, but but uh, you know, give it, give it a number, give it a ten, twenty, whatever but you want. For the most part, Chris and I said, if Pozuelo is on this team this year, we're a much better team. Obviously, oh, sure. you don't. You you need. And we might be in the playoffs right players. now. You you they try to get rid of those players. Who is it? The player that maybe is like you're saying is a little bit slower, can't defend as great. But what do those players have mentally? They're they're way ahead of all the other guys. So, yeah, he's, he can't run as fast, but he doesn't have to because he already read the play and well, he's there before your guy is there. You know, well, so that's why he, I think they're going to play the difference. double pivot. I, I don't think he's going to be back, back there alone. He has he to play double pivot. Alone. He has yeah, to somebody has to cover be, for him. Because he's going to be the pivot, but he's going to be the pivot that goes further up. So we're going right. to have our own. Almost like an eight, right. 100%. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I want to see it already. I want to see it already because I think, you know, it's exciting, my isn't theory. it? 
to test my theory. Yeah, no, it's exciting to see greatness right there. You know, when when Messi came with the selection, they played was it Honduras? I don't remember if it was Honduras. They they played yeah. uh, in in um in the stadium, the Dolphin Stadium. It, Messi, you see him, you know, he's chilling in it, and then he gets it. It's the magic and, and what he does in every play and, and how he caresses the ball, how he kills it, how he just puts it somewhere and, and, and destroys the defense with one single pass. You know, it, we're getting greatness, and, it, and that's why I think there's a chance. Stefanelli, a disappointment for me he was because I really harped on him during the preseason. I thought he was playing brilliant. And, and then the regular season started – it went back a little bit. He's playing better. He looks like he's playing looser now. But but yeah, he, it's been it's been a disappointment. It's been a disappointment. Well, I mean, um, that, I guess that's it for Sergio Busquets. I mean, at least he's like legitimately legitimately signed, right? I mean, we can yeah, hope to good. see. Well, it no, nobody future. can be signed yet. But yes, but the, the they fifth, basically right. announced that he's coming. Right. So the fifth, nobody can be signed. Uh, Messi's technically still a PSG player until June thirtieth, but. Right. Um, but yeah, they'll be announced. Uh, they could be officially signed July fifth. That's why I kept saying July fourth might be the day that they finally introduce him to the, us in a halftime of the drive pink of that game. But as it turns out, I was wrong. I they, yeah. I there are reports going around mm -hmm. in the Twitter world, so they could be wrong. But a lot of people are speculating that July sixteenth will be the official introduction of Lionel Messi to Inter Miami fans. Mm -hmm. Now. If this is true, again, I haven't heard anything official, but I would assume that this might be a season ticket holder event, right? Because they try to, they, they, they can't just open this to the entire public. And if they do, and they do like a first come, first serve, you get a free ticket or you pay for that ticket, that's going to be a madhouse also. Which, by oh, yeah. the way, if anybody's interested, I will sell my ticket for that because I don't care about seeing him waving to me. I really don't. So I, I, I don't have any interest in going to that. But <laughs> I, that's what people are saying. Have you heard anything about this? I just I just seen a lot of the information that you said uh, before Messi came before all this stuff. I, I get a lot of information from Argentina because where's he from? From there, and 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 they're very close. It's a very close knit uh, community. That's why they're so great over there because the passion they love it, and they're very close. And yeah. and the information coming from there says what you're saying. The the 16th that that that's gonna happen. And also from Mundo Deportivo, the the publication that that and uh, where he spoke have said mm -hmm. that also has have also mentioned that date so it, it looks like it's, it's good right so it looks like it's, it's good information can can i confirm it i know but but that information says yes that, that that's the date daniel well, for the record for, yeah for the record i'm always wrong that's fine but i never come out as a reporter and try to report anything as fact pure speculation sir just hypothesis who's who, do you know, do you know who, who do you know who penaldo is I have no idea who Penaldo is, and I have no idea what I've been wrong about, but, you know, I'll, I'll, no, I'll listen, own it listen. if I – I was wrong about Bernardo, this for sure. Penaldo, you know what? You also, my friend, you get a round of applause, okay? <laughs> I don't know what I've been wrong about. I, I, I gave a you prediction. Wrong about that I was trying to help people out. You were wrong about I told that people you wanted to sell your ticket as you say. Negative. Oh, I think. Oh, I think oh yeah, yeah, my wife. Yeah, my wife. That my wife was, shut that, that down real quick. I, I wrote. I wrote great moments in in podcast history. That was fantastic, dude. That was I, fantastic, uh, dude. I I think that he was saying that you're wrong because you you said that it was going to be on the fourth of July, which yeah, I mean, well, that would have been a per, that would have been perfect. Well, I was wrong perfect. about that. That's, well, that's at the fine. Beach, but, at the bowl parade, but, what are we gonna do I've that? been trying to help people out. I'm trying to help people. Like, hey, 
just in case you might want to get a ticket for this game because it might be good on the resale market. So that's fine, Penaldo. Next time I have a dime to drop, I will not drop it your way. Just say, Penaldo, close your ears and don't listen to this. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> and don't hold it. up, Penaldo. He gets no shirt. Right. No shirt for Penaldo. No, no shirt for Penaldo. All right. Uh, so, obviously, it is official, right? Uh, announced that Messi's going to debut July 21st. But he can't start training on the 21st. As I, you heard anything about when he might start training with the team? Because I, I, I know he's on vacation I right now. I haven't received that information, but he ain't on vacation. Well, he just played two, two, two friendly games. Uh, you know, Maxi yeah, Rodriguez, but I heard he's Carrera. starting a vacation now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but right. those guys, man, it, one of the most amazing things about a guy like, like Messi, apart from his humidity and all that, is the way that the professionalism, dude, the, the, the way that he takes care of himself. He's always – he's going to be fine when he comes in. He's going to be fine when he comes in, and, and I'm sure he's still training. And he's, we know that he's not partying, hanging out, doing crazy uh, shit yeah, like that, some other guys. Yeah. So he, he, he's going to be fine. Um, he's not a Hamas. I'm not saying I'm not dropping any names, bro. I don't I don't <laughs> want to drop any names. sometimes comes to Miami. Maybe he wants to hang out, and then if we you know, he won't invite me. So he's not invite me anyway. I don't care. <laughs> no, but I, I I don't have a date, but he, he's gonna come in, in in shape. So they do have the 16th, right? To that they're saying they're gonna so he'll probably be here a little before that, train, right. and then for the 21st, he'll he'll have to be ready for that game. So he's gotta have at least a week of work. So we can we can kind of deduce, you know, when he's starting because he's got to have at least a week of work before that game. Yeah. Uh, Chris, are you gonna go and attend that introduction and pay a pretty penny just to watch him wave at you? No, I'm not. I'm not gonna You're drive from Homestead. You're a liar, Broward. Homestead. To have him wave at, yeah, bro. You're at yeah. Homestead. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you're a you're a true you're a true fan, dude. I I drive from right here, from close to Everglades and, and Weston, and it's a thirty something minute drive forty. I'm like, damn, I got to drive all the time. And you're you're a trooper. From no, Homestead. yeah, from Homestead, and then, and then and drive then, back. No, that's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. Well, he's further than I, I drive an hour, and he drives even further than I do. So <laughs> where do you live at? Uh, West Kendall, South West Kendall. Down, oh, you guys are gonna be good then when the stadium's built closer. Oh, that's yeah, gonna be sure. a, it's gonna be much better. It's gonna be amazing. Oh, I can't that's wait. That's gonna be nice. So, speaking of the stadium, mm-hmm. there's there's this picture going around that they're adding these, uh, I guess, standing stands right there in the corner of the. What would that be? That would be the the south. That'd be the, the Heineken bar, and that ooh, would the be Heineken bar the, is gone, and gate the one. Heineken bar and gate two, and then gate one where's like the main gate. So. So no more Heineken bar. You're probably gonna lose. No, no, we put somewhere the, else. The, you're, you're gonna lose Heineken, that's for sure. Yeah. So, and from what I'm seeing, some people have been saying that that that's not gonna be three thousand seats in those two spots. So shout I'm out to sure Inter Miami. Shout out to Inter Miami FC burner that put up that that picnic table reference. <laughs> oh. So we don't know. There's no more Heineken bar. There's no more picnic tables like they were saying. So it's going to be a completely new look when we finally go back to the stadium. Is that is that going to happen before July 1st? Did they get the permits in already? I know that's in that's already like in the works because they they're they're facilitating the yellow lot 
because these guys, you know, the, the, the money was oh, kind of course. They took it back. Nastro, Are you kidding like, me? Those guys yeah. took it back real quick. Right. Like, and who cares that, about and, a Broward and, Park? And I'm sure they're going to um, expedite the permits and, 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 and all these things. So um, I, I think they'll be ready. I don't know if it'll be ready uh, for, for July 1st, obviously. But for, for the next game coming up, for the first game, Messi's here. For sure, that's got to be ready. For the first official game for Messi here, that's ready. And that's when it matters. That's when it matters. Right. Now, Chris, anything to say about the stands before we move on? I mean, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a disaster. Those corner seats. <laughs> I mean, how are those things gonna hold up? They just built it like in five minutes. It's nah, like a- no, they're bringing them over from Hard Rock for the the ones that they built for the F one races or whatnot. I'm sure I'm sure they'll be fine. I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll no, they're not gonna. You think they're gonna take the chance of getting sued right now? You crazy? Yeah, listen, I don't know, bro. They're gonna have enough money to pay whoever the hell they that sues them. <laughs> All right. I was talking to somebody earlier and they and they still don't understand why Messi is going to be playing in a 20 to 22,000 uh, seat stadium when they could they're not going to play a hard rack scheduled reasons and probably because it's going to cost them a lot of money because the thing is that people aren't talking the fact that if you play in another stadium, the owners of those stadiums are going to expect the cut. So if you go from a 22,000 seat stadium and you move it to a 30,000 seat stadium, if they're asking for 40 to 50%, you're losing money. So do you think there's any other place that they could be playing outside of Drive Pink? Because, I mean, business-wise, it doesn't make sense unless it's Hard Rock Stadium to move it anywhere. Man, what are what other facilities nearby that, that can sit a respectable amount of people and has um, – we, where are they going to go? Down here, down south, where are they going to go? What, what stadium? We don't, we don't have an extra stadium sitting around. The Orange Ball doesn't exist anymore. We, they can't go to, to Lone Depot. Marlins Park. Park. Mm-hmm. They can't go to Lone Depot and, and, and play out there. We're not near NYCFC. We're not New York City. Um, Miami FC Stadium. Miami <laughs> FC Stadium. That, that I'm going to check the capacity. Yeah, I would FIU love it stadium, if they went there. If, FIU Stadium, no. FIU Stadium has to be even smaller. 23,500. So it's a little bigger. Yeah, it's a little bigger. So look, you, guys, you, you, you guys were laughing. Highly at Wrexham Stadium works. Cayocho, baby. My lander, my lander. No, we'll do an open house. I, I'm not sure Ooh, where. where... Speedway. Oh, shit. I could take a, I, I could take a, a quick $2 down, Uber to get You can there. walk there. Lay, lay down the, <laughs> the sod and, and, and put it in. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I, I don't think there's any other place either. Um, but yeah, I wonder now FAU stadium fits 30,000, but like I'm saying, if you're thinking business FAU 30,000, but if they're, if they can fit 21,000 and drive pink money wise, they're not going to get their money's worth for those extra 9,000 because FAU is going to expect the cut. They're going to expect the cut. So you end up basically maybe making the same amount of money. So you think Jorge Mas is just going to be like, well, just to make 9,000 people happy. I'm sorry, that's not the way businessmen think. That's not happening. Yeah. So they're not going to lose the parking. They're not going to lose the concessions. And they're not going to lose any money off the cut. So I, I don't see that happening at any point. And that is true no. what Richard Greenberg is mentioning, that the, that's the MLS one of the hates the owner of the Dolphins, Steve Ross. So I don't think that's that that's going to happen either. It's one of the reasons that I haven't heard about that. They, they, yeah, no, that's one of the reasons they – they haven't been able to reach uh, an agreement. An agreement but, with the but hard work. I, I think you're, you know, you're right. They're, they're gonna. The plan 
right now is, is for them to play there. Everything's easier there. The money issue, the, the, the control. Um, now, what one thing we haven't talked about is once Hard Rocket. Now we already dealt with that. They, there's there's a lot of conflicts with with them uh, coming to an agreement. One thing we have to understand is it's a whole new world with Messi. Uh, if what game was it? Was it Barcelona? I don't remember what game it was. There was a friendly. Oh no, it was the the beautiful game where it was the Brazil Roberto Carlos. Right? They came in and, and it was, I counted. I I counted ten people jumping into the field during that game. Now, did you see it on the, Saturday? No, I didn't see that one. I didn't see the one. How, how yeah, was it happened well, in Orlando? It was a disaster. In Orlando, in, in, in the 60th. No, no, it was worse. Because it was the it fans, was raining. You, you right. couldn't you couldn't count the number of people out there. Like it was ridiculous. They just kept coming, and then there were some players that were stopping to take pictures with the people. So when the fans started seeing that, They're more like, people started. They all in. jumped in. That's it be, was that's an absolute disaster. The, the stadium surrounding security for them coming in the way because before it was the walk you know they walked through to the building to get in that's that's oh, the, that's not happening anymore that's, yeah, that's, that's not gonna happen anymore. like that that's not gonna happen like that the security this is a big big uh issue security is gonna be a huge issue moving forward you know we they the, the eyes of the world are on inter miami right now the eyes are seeing a shitty team losing right and now if you got the goal and people are just going ramsacking and, and on the field, who knows anything, anything crazy happens. I, I, mean, I just, you know. so, I don't so, get it though. Like, what's the point? This isn't space jam. If you touch his arm, you're not going to get his magical powers. A little Boveria thing from, from football, from soccer. Cause you don't see that in, in, in the NBA people running onto well, the thing is, and stuff. Come on. You know, but the thing about Danny is that he just thinks that it's worthless to go up to like players who are just players. Like, he doesn't Me, believe much in the player. It's a normal I, I, human being to me. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I agree. Everybody's different. Everybody's uh, mentality, you know, this is, the, they say, right, everybody's uh, mind is a new, a different world. So it, I, I personally, I personally uh, think like you, if I see a, a very famous person, respectfully, hey, hi, how are you? Of course, not, yeah, you're you know, good. That, that, that's it. I wouldn't it's, mind it's not, having a conversation with Messi, but I'm not standing but, but, in a two-hour line not, to go I, take not, a picture not, with him. But you're, man, you know, in, in Argentina and, and, and for, for Argentinian fans, it's, it's a different thing. I mean, like Maradona, Maradona is dead, and, but, but he's, he's a god, you know? Yeah, and, no, I, and I know. He's, he, so it, it's a different fandom, a different type of passion. I don't share that that way, excuse me, <coughs> but, but some people do. And we, if it happens, they need to keep this guy safe here. I, I think no, that's a sure. story that, that's not being um, spoken about enough. They, they need to make sure that this guy, everything is taken care of, legit. But they, legit. Know, they know the eyes of the world, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. I mean, literally, the no, eyes not. of the world will be on Drive Pink Stadium July 21st. They uh, know absolutely. if things don't go well, I mean, it, the, the league is going to look poorly. Not just the team, the league is going to look poorly. Now, I, I will tell you what I expect July 21st. I expect a rain delay. <laughs> and because exactly of that, I want, I want a rain delay. I need Jorge Mas to take this seriously. We need a goddamn roof. I want a rain delay every fucking messy game. That's what I want. Yes, every game. God, you know that. what? Start get a shirt that says "Go fund the roof." Let, let's start a GoFundMe. No, we already were working on that. Queremos techo. <laughs> All right, do it, do it because that you know that's expensive. 
Um, what it, it's ideal, right? It should have been already part of no roof. It should have already should already been the return. Like, just like like in, in the Marlins Park, which is that's one of the most beautiful architectures, a beautiful park, and, and the roof back and forth. It's it's great. Uh, it's an ex- huge expense. Um, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't. It's just I'll, it rains. It's like crazy out here. Before before we finish, I want to mention something. Oh shit, we because, got along, yeah. Yeah, but before we finish, I want to mention something because. Danny and I, we went to that whole player meeting that the player meetup that they had, you know, I think it was at the end of last year, Danny. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. or no, the beginning That's of this year about. is what when okay. we went when we met Campana and uh, Joseph, Joseph and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I remember standing in line for Campana and his face. It, it was priceless. He didn't. He's like, what are we doing? Waiting 45 minutes to meet up with a guy like Campana. I'm like, what do you mean? It's Kapapi. What are we doing here? And he's just like, what are we doing here? And, you know, it was a disaster with Danny. So don't even listen to this guy. Yeah, he's not, he's, not, he's not impressed. He's not impressed. No, he's not impressed. No, it's not he's that not I'm not impressed. Look, came up for I would, I would out of here, Danny. I would love to sit down and have a conversation with these guys. I think they're cool. I, I, don't get me wrong. If I could sit down and have a conversation with Messi, I think that is awesome. I, I, I idolize him as far as a, a soccer player. I love sure, watching sure. him play. But to wait in line. For two to three hours to see him close for 30 seconds and take a picture with him, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not that guy. Now, if my kids want to do it, I'll do it for my kids. You're the math guy. But you figure I'm, out it's not worth it, right? You don't get the value. You don't get the value. Who came up I'm with Campapi for the record? Who came up with Campapi? I want to I want to say, and I may be wrong on this, I want to say it was the guys from in, uh, Inter Miami podcast were the first ones oh, I heard say it. Okay. I have no okay. idea if they're the first ones that said it, but mm. I want to say they might have been. But I've been seeing that all over the place, so it, yeah, yeah, it yeah, caught yeah. on. I thought it was you guys. Up. No, I no, no. I think I think no, no. it might have been them. At least they were the first ones that said it. But um, it, it is. No, I'm going to trademark it. I'm going to steal it from. You. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the books for sure. Look at that. Danny, uh, wait, we'd rather wait two hours for uh, in the queue to buy tacos than wait for men, which is absolute facts. I wait no, I don't wait hours. a line. I, I, I don't even like waiting for to get seated at a restaurant. If I hear that the wait is longer than 30 minutes, I'm like, fuck this. I'm like waiting I, I, 30 I, minutes I, for this shit. So I'm sorry. I, I Time waited, is money. Yes, three hours for a Hello yeah. Kitty food truck, Steve, but I did it for my daughter, okay? <laughs> this is a fact. Yes. This is yes, a fact. It is and a fact. Yes. 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 All right. Uh, so real quick, Xavier, uh, I wanted to know just to, to close this out. What do you think this team's going to look like on July 21st as far as players and maybe formation? Wow. They got to go. You just dropped a bomb on him, Danny. He got the show sheet. He was ready. He was ready. You got to go. You got to go big. You got to go big. And I, I would, I, I could coach Xavier like for that game. You, you, you put in your your man, Joseph. You put Kampapi. You put the GOAT right there. You sprinkle a GOAT. So you go, you go two then, strikers. Absolutely. With, with the GOAT? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, okay. I would. And then and then in the back, we got to find a way for for Bustelo. Busquets Bustelo. You got my man Arroyo. So right now we got two, three, four, five. We got five, right? So we got four more. And then we got the, the, the back line. The back four. Uh, I don't know if Negri's going to be around. If he's not, then Jordy you got to go. Be. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. You know, you know, Suarez. 
there's a whole thing with Suarez, but it might not be the season or the next. But there, there definitely was an yeah. no, there definitely was an interest, and and yeah. and he was in in the works. Uh, Noah, uh, let's see, Kamal. I think Kristoff is one of the guys that came in, and he quietly has done a, a pretty good job in, in solidifying. I agree. Defense. And then and then on the right, I'm putting yeah. Yellen because I'm giving him you know the benefit of the doubt. But McVeigh can also play the right. And he's a pretty solid defender from last season. This season, he's been a little shaky, but I think it's because he hasn't gotten playing time. But but that's my guys right there. Noah will start from the back, and obviously Drake, Drake, Super Drake, Noah, Miller, Kristoff, Yellen, Drake, Busquet, Bustelo, Arroyo, Massey, and Joseph, and Campapi. I have and a feeling that. I have a feeling they're going to have Messi playing the wing. Uh, coming in from the right, like he, like he tended to do sometimes. But he, mm -hmm. he, he plays the they, – they used to throw him on the wing, right? And where does he always end up? He, he gravitates towards right. the middle. No, no, he gravitates the time, for right? sure. For sure. All right. Uh, anything else, Chris, before we start uh, signing off? <laughs> oh, I thought oh, there, you haven't asked a question, Chris. There it is right there. I mean, it's been a while since we brought this puppy out, but we might as well do it, you know? Xavier coming on for the first time, of course, and we lo we loved it. And I hope you guys in the chat loved it too. It was I had a great time, guys. I had a great time. Yeah, it was phenomenal. But before we end this, I need to know <laughs> what you're picking between the steaks and the toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there in the steak, I'm usually in, in the one, two. The, the worst I would go was three. But yeah, we'll probably give me the number two. And then in the toast, um, yeah, I'll go with it like a three. Okay. Okay. That that's not bad, Danny, the right? Toast is there, and then I put a little bit butter or, or cream cheese or something, whatever, to you know, if it that's not bad, Danny, right? You, you agree no, with that? No, no. You think look, Italy Jet's still the worst. We had somebody on here that yeah. said six for the six for both for the steak and for the toast, and they they, they um, have they have issues, they have oh, five, issues five, five for the steak. Five and yeah, they, the they probably they probably have issues where their tongue they don't taste and they don't feel anything, so they're they're screwed up. Yeah, but that's got to be tiring to see that steak. No, no, that's no, no, no. He, he, no, no, he has sure. a strong ass draw. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Xavier, again, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Let everybody know where they can catch you. You know, where I, I write for Lemon City Live. If you guys want to lemoncitylive.com, go out there, check some of the articles out. We have um, not just Inter Miami, but but all sports. But I specialize in Miami. And then XG La Voz on Twitter. XG La Voz on Instagram. And I, the Campapi shirt, man, that was the big – you got to put that up. That's going to be the, the big one. Now that he starts scoring, it's going to be in the man. I, I, I don't – I don't maybe, hopefully. Look, I, I thought that Pozuelo kind of rescued Ewine's MLS short and stint, right? Because now everybody looks at it like, oh, he had a positive stay here. But I think it was the Pozuelo effect. And I'm hoping that Messi can do that for Campana or for Joseph, whoever it may be. Absolutely. I'm pretty Anything sure. Anything else? I hope so. Anything else for the people, Chris? Listen, Steve Munoz just said it. We got to bring him back on more. It's going to happen. Don't give okay. it away that I chill out over there, dude. I have some of the uh, the rum, the the, the Auntie Mary rum punch, dude, and then I go to the press box. Dude. Now, now I'm going to get looking. It's on tape now. <laughs> I could thought they say, yeah, it's gotta be decent, bro. No, no, but that it yeah. inspires me. I just have one and it inspires me to write. Oh, uh, and just for the record, uh Richard Greenberg just pointed out uh Chris's guitar shirt. Chris always said that he the 
Hard Rock needs to light up for Inter Miami the way the Empire State Building does for sports teams in New York. They're missing an opportunity. The hard rock. They're missing an opportunity. Right. Yeah. Big so, time. Big time. So that, that was a, a Chris shirt right there <laughs> with Messi down the middle of the hard rock guitar. So uh, hopefully like they start doing it because they are definitely missing a, a chance there. Mr. Krabs, well, I, that- I brought – Mr. Krabs, I brought this up uh, about Iguain retiring a couple of pods ago, so a couple of podcasts ago. So, check it out. It was it was pretty interesting. Go ahead, Danny. No, I was going to close that out. Uh, I appreciate everybody. If you're listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Everybody in the chat, you guys are what makes the show great. So, thank you guys for joining us and listening all the way to the end. And if you are interested in any unique enter miami or messy merchandise visit batteredfans.com and we will be back on wednesday when we preview the austin game hopefully we need to win that game because that's that one game i'm banking on to win to kind of <laughs> keep us at that 24 points that we need in the last 12 games the so math, until the then that's i'm a math guy i'm break it down thank you guys for listening thank you uh, xavier for joining us and chris i hate you as always thanks everybody uh, and we'll catch you guys later show respect bro <laughs>